So hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl, and I'm going to do a middle of the night rambling on the social life of a mystic. I, it is so interesting the way my life is socially. It is to me. I've, yesterday I had somebody basically roll into town that I hadn't seen in about a year. I um, had hung out with him and one of his best friends about a year ago, and he said he was in town and, you know, do you want to hang out? So I'm like, well, you know, that sounds great. Okay. So, and he's a really, really, like, there's nothing intrinsically bad whatsoever. I mean, he's a really, really nice person, which a lot of the people that I meet, mostly male, um, I mean, I have, I, maybe I should start over. I, I've always throughout my life had just a few friends and family and that was it. But when I realized when I had the realization that I was a mystic or I turned into a mystic, I don't know, um, my circle of friends just, and family, I mean, even family just went, I mean, it was like, um, I have two friends and I am in contact with my sister and her family and that's it. I have acquaintances. I've I have some people from work that I've been hanging out with that I that I have really enjoyed their company. Um I spend an exorbitant amount of time alone. I uh I so most of the activities that I do, I you know, I'm by myself, which Honestly, generally, generally speaking, does not bother me whatsoever. I'm totally good with it. Um, but I, so this, this person, this guy, you know, invites me out and we go out and I don't really drink alcohol a lot, even less than I did Ever like for years, I drink less alcohol today than I have for years. I, um, I may have a drink once every two weeks, maybe. I mean, I really, really just don't drink alcohol very much. I have to be very, very careful with it because sometimes my, my, sometimes alcohol makes me like really, really sick. So I have to be very, very careful. But last night I had had a couple of drinks and, um, and way too much food for me. Oh my gosh. Um, and I had a perfectly lovely evening, but I came home and I was just actually on the drive home. I just found myself, frankly, in my mindset, there is just no point in me, like, 
nothing having to do with him, but there's no point in me like spending time with men outside of friendship, like, because then it, it became really, really apparent that he was, you know, wanting, <laughs> and I debated whether I should actually use the language that, that people use with me. Like, I mean, in essence, they have no idea who they're sitting with. They have no idea who I am. They have no idea that I have a body of work on YouTube that I have, this particular person knows that I've written a book, but he doesn't know what it was about. And he doesn't know that I have podcasts. He doesn't know that I meditate, that I, that I, (laughs) and, and I'm not really sure, like the word spiritual really bothers me. They, the word, just the word spiritual really, really, really bothered me. I, I don't know. It, it's just got this connotation to it that I just found, find just, I just don't like it. And maybe it's because I've, I've encountered people who call themselves spiritual and I, and I did not perceive them to be somebody I would want to emulate. I, I don't know. I don't know, but I, I just stay away from the word spiritual. But they, I mean, what came to mind was they have just have no idea how much I love God. And if I were to tell them how much I love God, they they would, you know, they would would treat me differently. They absolutely would. Like, for example, I, I was... Um, I was at something and and was continuing to go to something for a while and there was this really 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 interesting young woman. She's a really interesting young woman to me and I'm just I'm like what do you do, you know, and she's just like all very very quiet, very 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 quiet. And <laughs> and then I said, "No, I I'm I'm really curious, you know." And she said, "Well, I'm a rapper." And I go, oh, that's interesting. And because she has this whole secret life that she doesn't share generally with people around her. I mean, she shares her life with people, you know, in that are her fans, but she doesn't share her life generally who she is. Um, And then I said, you know, I have, a, you know, basically the secret life anyway. So I hand her my card, which has all of my information on it as far as like my YouTubes and my podcasts and, and, um, she says, well, what do you, what do you talk about? And I said, oh, well, I talk about God and enlightenment. (laughs) And she says, I go, what do you, what do you rap about? And she, she will not tell me. She will not. She, she just got really, really, really quiet. And then, um, and then, I said, what, you rap about sex? And she started to laugh. She started to laugh. And and this very, very nervous giggle. And I know that she felt ex- exceedingly uncomfortable around me at that point. About her content. 
And the funny part is, is that, you know, she, you know, and I went and I, and I listened to her music a lot. Some of it I could listen to. Some of it I could actually listen to, but some of it I, I really couldn't. Um, nothing to do with her. She's amazing and her, and her work is amazing. It's just me. I, um, I have a really, really hard time listening to, to music that has, talks about anything like revenge and it has like the language in it and, you know, and so now I'm basically kind of proving my point that once I tell somebody that I, that I'm, I'm, you know, so the only way that I know how to describe what I am is a mystic. I like that word better than I'm spiritual. Um, and when I've looked up the actual definition, I think that it fits. And so I, um, so I sort of, you know, live by inspiration, but, and so people come, you know, into my, into my proximity or into my awareness and, you know, and I, and I like people, some people. And so I, I, um, agree to hang out with people sometimes, guys in particular. Um, and it's just this general theme. This, it's just this general theme that they have no idea. First of all, they have no idea who they're sitting next to. Secondly, they, they have no idea like what they would be even remotely getting into by getting involved with me if I were to even want to get involved with them. But they really, really want to have sex with me. They want to have sex with me, but they don't want a relationship. They don't want to define anything. They don't want to want to really even get to know me, like really know me. And, <laughs> and last night, so I'm driving home from this last night and I am just, I'm just, I get, I just really, really actually almost start to cry, like not tears of sadness, but like tears of joy and the sense that someday I will have somebody in my proximity that will understand. I mean, I'm not even talking completely understand me, but be able to share my language, be able to share my life experience and have them understand what I'm talking about. Because, I mean, my many members of my family think that I'm crazy. Many members in my community think that I'm crazy when they're even thinking about me because I don't really think they spend a lot of time thinking about me. Um, but, and I've sort of let go of all of that 
you know, that because I actually feel better, I actually feel better just being myself. Because for many, 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 many years, I was just really hiding myself. I was, I was hiding who I actually was and, and it was, it had its own challenge with, with this, just being very, very different and very in my head and having these ideas in my head and that I really was generally looking for something quite different in every aspect of my life, the way I eat, the way I exercise, the way I handle myself, the way I am with other people, how I treat people, um, the way that I want to live my life is, is really quite different. I'm, it's sort of like, it's sort of in a way sort of like being a monk, but I'm not a monk. I'm not a monk. I mean, I, I don't stay in a temple or whatever monks do. I'm not a monk, but I sort of am a monk. Because I do, I mean, I have these distinct habits of, you know, because I've, I've tried to even, like, have people come with me on my, on my hike, and I haven't really enjoyed it that much when they were there. Because when, when somebody's with me, then I have to be mindful about what they want to do, and I, and I don't guess that they really want to sit at the top of where I'm hiking and meditate for 20 minutes. And basically everything that I'm saying right now would be absolutely true for the last love relationship that I had, um, where I was married. He honestly had no idea who he was marrying, and he would now say that he had married a crazy person. Um, And... But he had no idea, like I thought he did. But when it really, really came down to it, he didn't know who he married. And he also didn't really want to to partake or be part of my life mission. Which even at the time was espousing or or having the mission to spread the word that God is in everyone as we are all aspects of God we are loved by God we are meant to live lives of adventure and wonderment that There is no death as we think there is. There isn't time that we think there is. That there are these dimensions and absolutely everything is based on our beliefs. 
<laughs> Yesterday I had found on my on my um Instagram I had found this this um thing that was talking about <laughs> quantum and the quantum theory basically I guess atoms can like pass through these can pass through matter somehow and then they were talking liking to a a person passing through a door or a wall and I started to laugh because I'm like oh my god wouldn't that be cool I mean there's been times where I made jokes about how you know it's improbable that I will be in China in the blink of an eye but I'm not entirely sure that will always be the case We we ha- actually have no idea what our potentiality is and what is to come. Like us being able to see dimensions so when our, our loved one passes, they don't leave us. I don't believe our loved ones ever leave us when they pass. However, I do believe that one day we will actually be able to see them somehow. I don't know how. This is my theory. that we will be able to cure our diseases, that actually death will be more of a choice. Because we believe that, that, these, that life is just happening to us. We believe life is happening to us, but actually we are creating our life. We are creating our reality. We are creating... what we see what we expect to see. And so every single day we wake up with the expectancy and we can wake up and expect something different. But <laughs> a lot of times, you know, the the unexpected is really, really scary to us. And so we just continue to live, you know, in what we know, which I understand. I understand that. <laughs> but I have I have a couple of friends, but I I don't really share. I actually don't talk to anybody necessarily about this stuff with the exception of sending out my podcasts and my YouTubes. And my my podcasts have actually are actually a better depiction of who I am than my YouTubes. There's something about n- not showing my face <laughs> that has been supremely um, helpful to me personally. Not um, having my audience or even when I listen to my podcast because I do listen to them. Um, I listen to my podcast and it, and it's like, I, I, um, there's something about just me not seeing my mannerisms or seeing who I am that, that you're not like when you're listening to my podcast, you're not distracted by, by me. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm going to move, you're going to hear the the recorder kind of move here a little bit. I have to move my legs. 
So, anyway, getting back to um, the social life. (sighs) So, I've been actually feeling like so much better generally in my life than I did about, you know, it's going on to two years here pretty soon. Um, I just generally feel more settled and... um, I'm just sort of quietly living right now and enjoying my life. I'm enjoying, I'm teaching children, you know, for one stream of income. And then I have this second opportunity that I'm getting together for a second stream of income. Um, I'm looking into opportunities to, for more readership on my book. I'm considering, um, writing I'm I have this whole other book in my head that I'm going to be working on and I so I'm just feeling like really 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 quiet and settled in a way I'm just and I'm practicing I'm quietly practicing this art so of of creating my life. So yesterday, it's like, well, so what happened? I, I meet this guy who is, I mean, and I have to say, I have to say this again, there is nothing at all. Like all of these people are amazing. I mean, they're, they're great people. It's just, it's not, it's like, it's this complete disconnect, this complete mismatch of, of mindset physically, emotionally, in every single way, it's generally, you know, and there's been some times where it has seemed like a close, a close, you know, um, a closer, but then I realize that it's actually not, it's not closer whatsoever to what I'm actually ultimately would would be a good thing for me. And, and so then I, then it's like, okay, so, so, and I've talked at length about this person that I would like to spend time in my physicality to see if we would like each other somebody in particular, but then, and so, and it's like, what is it about him? And what it is about him is everything that I just said. (laughs) It's like the way this person lives his life, you know, the, his life mission is similar to mine. He, he, his mindset is similar to mine. He likes ideas. He likes to talk about them. He likes to practice these these principles of of creating. He knows that we create our reality, and he's practicing. He is mastering these concepts, and. That is why I think it would just be so amazing to spend time with somebody who who would actually 
understand me and, and also know who they were sitting with. I mean, I think, I think that that is like so valuable to have somebody know who they're sitting with, to be able to recognize that I'm not a schizophrenic, that I'm not bipolar, whatever I have been, you know, in the past accused of being. <laughs> and not to say that I have not entertained these thoughts. I've been very open that I have entertained, you know, these possibilities. But at this point, I know unequivocally that that is not the case. And so the appreciation of, of the allowance of God energy into my life, you know, because that's another thing that I hear a lot from men who would like actually to sleep with me. They, they, they want to have sex with me, but I have to reiterate this. They don't really want a relationship generally. This has just been my, my, um, my, but then, I mean, but then honestly, like I have to ask myself, do I want a relationship with them? Because they don't, they have no concept whatsoever of what I'm talking about generally. Or, or like sometimes like what I hear is, oh yeah, when I was doing LSD, you know, when I was 30, <laughs> I had experiences like that on drugs, you know, or, you know, they're inquisitive about it, but they don't really understand it. And I, and I actually don't get too far into it so as to really upset their belief system. Because if they're, if they're not the LSD drug user, they're, they're the, you know, the Bible believers. And I don't want to upset their, which is a really, really weird space for me because I have an, an a connection to Jesus, a very, very close connection to Jesus. Very close. However, I do not believe the way that they believe in Jesus. And so I don't want to upset their G their belief in their Jesus because we have two totally different beliefs and our Jesuses are two totally different Jesuses. <laughs> and so I like, I don't want to upset their, their belief system. Why would I want to do that with anyone? So I, I keep quiet. And I share, I go as far as I feel like I can without really upsetting them. Um, but then, but then, and then it just sort of shows that this is just like, ultimately, this is a complete mismatch. It's a complete mismatch. And so I, I guess basically I, I, I'm not really sure what to do with it all. I I listened to Abraham Hicks quite a bit and I I was thinking, you know, I mean, she she basically says that there are thousands 
you know, she's like, oh, there's, there's like thousands of potential, you know, out there like all the time, you know, and I, and so I try to keep my mind open. Um, but I mean, frankly, and, and this is not, once again, this is not to say anything negative about, I mean, these people must have known to one degree or another that they wanted to know more about me. But it's it's like I'm I'm generally looking for something entirely different, like somebody to share ideas with, somebody to share a life mission with, somebody to cook with, somebody to hike, um somebody that is free to just love me as much as I love them. Somebody who is free to love me every day and makes that choice to love me in freedom. And and vice versa. I um I've experienced, I mean, I experienced loving someone to a degree that I, you know, aside from my children, I, I had no idea that I had the capacity to love somebody with the depth that I loved the last man that I that I had a relationship with, that I love, a love relationship with. Um I had no idea that I I had the potential to love someone to that degree. And I was talking to my one of my friends about that recently cuz she went through that whole thing with me. She had been friends with me years before and it, you know, and I said to her again, I, I was not desperate. Some people would say that I just desperately latched on to this guy, which is was not the case. Cuz I I had dated but I, I would see very quickly that this person was not, <clears throat> was not right for me. This one, I, I'm not, I'm not really sure. I still am not really, yeah, I, I actually know what it is. Um, I know what it is. I mean, I perceived his aspects about him he had aspects about him that that I had perceived that I admired greatly. I admired them greatly and I found them to be very, very rare. He had aspects about him, but it's a, it's pretty water under the bridge because I, you know, cause she was asking me, um, what I, um, you know, and I told her, I don't ever want to see him again. And, and, and I really, really mean that I don't ever want to see him again. Um, I loved him very much, but I, I, I really, it, it's, that door is completely shut completely. Um, but the feeling of loving someone is where it's at. The feeling of 
what it felt like to be with him, like to talk to somebody who even remotely understood me. Like there were times where, I mean, he seemed to really understand me. And we had a lot in common. We were born in the same year. We listened to the same music. We were both vegetarians. We were both environmentalists. We, um, he was incredibly intelligent. Um, and so we would have these conversations, you know, but he didn't, he still, even with all of this, did not know who I was. But honestly, I didn't entirely know who I was, but I know now. I know now and, but I, I really, really look for basically what I'm, what I'm, what I'm saying right now is that I just, I am so excited to experience that again. And I've learned so much. And, you know, and stuff still comes up. The biggest thing that I've noticed that comes up as a negativity for me is, I mean, I, I still have this fear, this fear of, like, of loss, I guess, like, um, of basically somebody, like, seemingly prettier or better or whatever, like, this competition, um, would come up and they would like this person more than me. And that has, and and what I'm realizing, because this happens in other areas of my life, like, for example, with my work, I, I, my teaching job, I have this insecurity about, about the children not listening to me because they don't, (laughs) frankly, they don't, they, um, and I don't really want to start yelling. I mean, there are times where I, I raise my voice a little bit more or I'm more stern or I show them what they're doing and why it bothers me. But, um, but I find that probably 95% of the time when I'm trying to call the students back, they're not coming back. They're just talking and being silly, running around. I mean, it is zoo-like. And so I have this, this intrinsic insecurity about it. So when, so when somebody comes in to observe me and then they point that out, it's it's like upsetting to me. And I, and I'm actually, I'm actually attracting that out of my own insecurity. So basically what ends up happening is, is I, I have evidence that say in this case, I'm ineffective I, I mean, I feel ineffective, so then I start getting more and more and more evidence that I'm ineffective. And so I, I'm I'm aware of what I'm doing, and I'm better prepared to do something about it, having absolutely nothing to do with this other person. Like, like you know... actually saying I'm feeling really insecure and instead of looking to them about this 
looking to God about this. But even though I've just put that out there, I I really, really believe that that intimate relationships can be incredibly healing. And I'm not just talking about romantic ones. I but generally I believe that relationships can be incredibly healing, but let me get back to the romantic relationship that I believe that it can be very healing, even if it has challenges in it. Because like, I think this person that I was with, that I was married to, we, it was a very, very intense relationship. Um, and, and, but there was a, there was, I actually felt like there was very, very little that he could do that would, I mean, I just loved him. And so even I really, really, really wanted to work it out, whatever it was, whatever it is, I want to work it out. I want to work it out, this willingness to work it out. And so I, I, I really believe that things can be worked through together. If we could just stay together and stay on the same team. Um, because I don't think that there is really two people who, I mean, there there are times where there are people who meet each other and they just click and everything goes great. And that would be amazing. I mean, honestly, that would be amazing. And that's actually my visual for the way that I I really, that is what I would like to create, is a really collaborative working together on the same side, really, really nurturing and supporting and um and fun and um the quality of the relationship you know really bringing out the best in each other i mean i don't know i i just and i believe that that's possible i mean i really believe that's possible and that is what i would i would espouse to create and and i believe it's coming and i'm I'm really feeling quite settled and and not it's just a night like this where I <laughs> where I go out and you know and I just and this guy he wasn't like let's go screw you know that's not what he was was saying it wasn't like that but I just was like honestly I'm driving home and I'm just like but he's not him He's not him. Nobody's him. It's, you know, he's not him. And so, in all actuality, and I had made, alluded to in previous everything about Ben and Jerry's fish food ice cream, you know, and going out and 
and trying all these different flavors of ice cream, but none of them are the Ben and Jerry's fish food, which is the one that I really like. And ironically, my son had changed from the Ben and Jerry's fish food to the Ben and Jerry's cinnamon bun. (laughs) And... I can't find this cinnamon bun anywhere where I live. I just can't find it anymore. It's like it's completely out of stock. And I made jokes about this particular person and and him possibly being out of stock. I mean, I know, I know that. (laughs) I know, I I don't know what's going to happen. I just know what it feels like. And I know who I am, and I know what it feels like. And and if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. If it doesn't happen in this lifetime, it all just sort of doesn't have the same matter anymore for me. In this really weird way, I'm just so incredibly full up. (laughs) I'm so full up with just each moment and engaged in these moments that are all adding up to One one scenario at a time, you know, one vocation at a time, one segment at a time. Just the living, just living, just making tea from tea, putting hot water on the tea leaves and putting honey in it and some milk. It's like walking and looking up and going, oh my God, look at that sunset. Looking up and seeing my three consecutive numbers all over, generally Every day, seeing the number 11 generally throughout my day. Going downtown and seeing one of my students on her bike with the cutest little jacket. One moment at a time, consecutive moments at a time, just adding up to like the most amazing experience. If what it feels like to be in my body, loving, just loving, just loving my children, loving my dog, loving my condo, my car, just my bed. It just really is the most amazing thing just to live. Just to be alive. 
see what things smell like. I have a really, really keen sense of smell and I love flowers and essential oils and I think that life is just miraculous. And so there you have it. <laughs> the ramblings on, the social life of a mystic. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to end this podcast. I'll be back. And that's a wrap.